Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the DMP Podcast, episode 25. We're bordering on our one-year anniversary. Actually, I'm pretty sure we crossed our one-year anniversary maybe two weeks ago, but um, because of the Easter, we've decided to take a bit of a break to go and see our families and stuff and eat chocolate. Except for me, I ate Doritos. Mainly eat chocolate. Because my mum my hides Doritos in bushes instead of chocolate, so... Um, that's a legit thing as well. It's a bit odd because it's not really that much of a challenge looking for Easter eggs when you can just see a massive packet of cheese supreme Doritos. But anyway, on uh, this week's episode, we've got uh, Will Smith's film Focus, um, and we, uh, if, provided we've got time, which we probably will, because we'll probably blaze through it, um, we're going to have a chat about CW's Flash, um, which had a really excellent episode. Was it? Uh, Two weeks ago? Yeah, we, Three weeks ago. Two weeks ago and even last week. And last week as well. Yeah. Yeah. Which, so, um, which episode? <laughs> like, there's so many great no, ones. Okay, yeah. We're going to, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that soon. So, anyway, let's start with Focus. Um, Focus is a romantic dark comedy film. Okay, that's stupid. Fuck Wikipedia. It's basically a film that's got Will Smith and Margot Robbie. I refuse to call him Margot. It's Margot. <laughs> Margot Robbie. Margot. Margot. Margot Robbie. It's basically a one of those con films... Pretty predictable kind of stuff. Um, so, Hugh, let's start with you. What do you think? Sorry, I just had to unmute your mic. Um, I thought I was actually pretty surprised with Focus. I had a quick look at the reviews. I didn't have a whole lot of an idea about the film, but I had a quick look at the reviews before I went, just before I went into it, and there was they're actually quite positive. And whilst it wasn't amazing, I'd probably agree with them. I think one of the standout things is, and I think Tom mentioned this, I'm going to sh- steal it. Tom, you get credit for this, because I, I actually agreed with this when you posted your review on Facebook, was um, the chemistry between Will Smith and Margaret Robbie is really, really good. Yeah. And that's probably why the part of the film is I'm just going to say her American accent is also better than it was in Wolf of Wall Street, because God, it was annoying in Wolf of Wall Street, even though she had a good performance. Like, I wasn't a big fan of the accent, but it's a lot better in this film. It's a good fun film. I didn't expect it to be so romantic. I don't know about you guys. I thought it was going to be a bit more like, like, yeah, sort of like Ocean's Eleven sort of thing. Like, not super serious, but like, I didn't expect it to go so romantic like it did towards the end. Yeah, yeah. So I did, I did feel like the last act of the film is a bit rushed, and they probably could have got there a bit faster. Like in the first two acts, I felt like even though the film only goes about ninety odd minutes, did anyone else feel like the last like? After they meet the driver, that literally takes like 30 minutes, I felt. Yes. It's, which didn't yeah. feel like very long at all. I was sort of sitting there like, oh, suddenly it's over. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd, I'm keeping it short. I thought it was a pretty decent film. I'd probably give it a 7 out of 10. It's worth seeing at the cinemas. The chemistry is good. That I think that well, probably the highlight scene is the scene with um the guy playing the Chinese gambler. For, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty uh, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. BD Wong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that that was actually a really cool scene. So, yeah, I thought overall it's a pretty decent film. It's not not anything amazing, but yeah, I think it's well, it's definitely better than After Earth. So, like, oh God, okay. anything's better than After Earth. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. But let's yeah. okay. Let's. I want to talk about the predictability of it. How, did you guys feel it was very predictable? And also, in saying that, how much like how many kind of con films and TV shows have you watched to kind of make you? feel like that because i you could i could kind of get a sense pretty early on not so much how it was going to end but just the general overall play i mean we are, we are going to go into spoilers for this as well obviously but 
just the the fact that this whole con man and you know the the artist like con artist kind of Thomas Crown affair stuff. There's always a long con involved. Yeah, and that's where the movie kind of fell a bit flat because if you watch shows like Hustle, which aired on the BBC for a few years, which basically was a show week to week where they just did long cons, it becomes really easy to spot where, like, it's just it becomes very easy. So I felt like bits and pieces of the movie, you kind of go, all right, you can kind of tell that they're part of the con, but it just the scenes kind of set up to make it look like they're, you know, what's his name, Nick. Nick and yeah. uh, whatever, uh, and Margot Robbie. Um, <laughs> Harley you know, Quinn. Some, yeah, Harley Quinn. Their, their scenes, like you said, Hugh, they had really, really good chemistry. But I also feel like their scenes together also kind of made it a little easy for you to go, okay, yeah, this is, there's surely some sort of con going on here and they're all aware of it or somewhat aware of it. Not 100% actively aware, but... Deep down, if it, if, you know, there was a reveal, they wouldn't be like, oh my god, it'd be like, oh right, okay, fair enough. Like, did anyone feel like that towards the end of the movie, or at any point in the movie? Mm. Crickets. Yeah. I had a feeling with the security head, there was something going on with him in the scene in the hotel room. Yeah. Yeah. When you find I, out I what he is, a lot of dialogue, like February, so it's like a, a lot of the dialogue makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. You. Like when you think back on that scene, but yeah, it I actually picked up. Even though he seems all su- suspicious of Will Smith in that scene, I felt like he was actually like in on it in some way. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Ever since like, you know, in that was it like the second act when Margot Robbie like reappears, like, you know, I was fully expecting her to be in on the con, and but like, like kind of like a double con to get back at. To get back um, at Will Smith, yeah, yeah. and like, yeah, that's what you know, I and like that. I know that's like kind of cliche because that like, just that kind of always happens. In, but I almost like wish that what, happened. Wish that it actually happens because then, like, because it's just, you know, it's like a spy, ver- like a converse con. Kind it would of be thing. more cliche and stuff and like whatever. But like, it just kind of seems a bit odd that oh no, it's you know sh- she just happened to randomly be there and then it just turned into like a rom com at the end. And I was like, ah. Oh. And then, like, the, with the twist, like, I don't know, I just find twists, like, end up working a lot better if, like, they, like, small pieces are kind of revealed. Whereas this was kind of like, ah, oh, okay, so it wasn't a con. Oh, hang on. Like, it's this other guy instead. Like, what? Like, it just, it just like, in the space of, like, 30 seconds, it explained everything. And I'm like, ah. Oh. And that's the movie. But I think it was a bit, too, it was <laughs> a bit was too much like... It was just like looking at a twisty. It was just twisting, 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 twisting. And it was all kind of for nothing. Like, they probably could have done away with a lot of the twists and kind of just kept it really simple and then had bits and pieces of the con play through rather than this, like, massive turnaround. Or, like, you know, when Will Smith goes shows up to that uh, F1 driver's place and then you see Margot Robbie and you're like, oh, wow, that's a surprise. Like, what a twist. And then yeah. you kind of go... There, yeah, there's just a bit, just a bit too much going on, um, which I think kind of let it down a little bit. But I mean, because like yeah. you, you think like yeah, since there's all these kind of different pieces happening, that it's going to be like this kind of epic reveal or be like a lot more kind of like ah, oh, make you think kind of twist at the end, and it just wasn't. You're like ah, oh, that was actually just really really simple. Like, yeah, exactly. That, it's, not, it's not a reveal that you can't that like kind of takes your breath away a little bit. 
it's one of those things where you kind of go, oh, right, oh, that's, that's kind of oh, clever. Oh, okay, yeah, that, I guess that, that could happen. Kind like, of thing. Yeah, like, it's, it always it's just clever. makes you feel dumb for not getting it, I guess. Yeah, a little like, bit, yeah. Whereas, like, I think, like, a lot of the, the better twists in movies, like, they actually do, like, blow your mind, and you're just like, oh, wow, like, that was done really well, and this was just kind of like, oh, yep, okay, you got me. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. It's... Yeah, it's. I mean, Tom, you saw the movie a, a bit like earlier than we did. Like, what can you remember that you liked and you didn't like? I really liked the Super Bowl scene. Like, that's the strongest part of the film for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, I had no idea what, what, what was going to happen. Like, where they were going to go with that? Because I literally thought, like, he's actually gambling away their money. Like, I didn't think he was conning the fucking Chinese dude at all. Like, I, I was seriously thinking he's. Like, because they do say like he's got a gambling problem, he's so I'm thinking, yeah. like, he's actually gambling away all this money, and I'm just like, stop, because you're losing all the money. So I kind of felt like um, Jess during that scene, like, because she's just like, she's got no idea either. Yeah. And then when they start revealing the con, it's just like, son of a bitch. Yeah, I, I, I think that was actually yeah, definitely the best part, because I legit thought, like, at first I thought, oh, it's a con, and then... It actually made me think that oh he actually is just that maybe that's like his, part his, of his, his compulsion is kicking in yeah yeah, yeah. Like, and maybe maybe that's just like part of his kind of downfall is his ego kind of thing and like you know he is actually going to lose all this money and stuff um, yeah although I felt they kind of took a, like a leaf out of um, now you see me's book with the whole uh, you know all the all the things that they did to the guy throughout the day to make him you know, subconsciously think that that's the number he wanted to choose. Like, you know, they, they set him up. So, yeah. Speak, and yeah. like, they yeah. did the exact same kind of thing and now you see me with, um, I think it was like their second show when, um, like, they got the banker and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can't remember. I can remember. I, all I can remember of that movie is the fucking, the dude that's chasing him is the dude that hired them. So why is he chasing them? All I remember of that movie and I like, and I, I, you know, I like now you see me was, uh, Oh, what's the part with was it um, Mark Ruffalo and um, what's her face from Inglorious Bastards? Oh yeah, and it's all like they're all like looking at each other and shit. Oh, God, don't get me don't don't get me started. All right, Tim. So out of ten for you, what was focus? Uh, I don't know, like a six and a half. Okay. Top. I don't know, like it wasn't outstanding, but like yeah. you know, it wasn't terrible. It was like six and a half, seven. Yeah, like it was just an average film. Yeah, it's. Better than, it was better than expected, I think. Yeah. But still yeah. not great <laughs> and predictable. Tom, what was yours? What did you rate at the end? Uh, I think it might have been six and a half or a seven. Like, yeah, it's predictable as fuck. But um, coming off After Earth, it's probably Will Smith's best movie in years. Do you like, do you think Margot Robbie has a kind of a the kind of leading lady status? I mean, she was pretty good in Wolf of Wall Street. And in this, she's not bad. But do you think she has the ability to kind of jump into... I mean, like, for example, she's doing Harley Quinn and Suicide Squad. Do you think... I don't, I don't know we've spoken about this in maybe last week's episode or maybe last two episodes ago about whether she was capable of carrying the role. Do you think she's... Yeah, I, I, I can't see her as Harley Quinn right now. Like, it's just... I need, a, I need like, Comic-Con to happen and then footage and shit and set photos and whatnot to come out but 
I think give it a few, like give her a few more movies. Maybe she might be able to do some um like be good leading lady kind of stuff because like she could be like Emma Stone like starting out slowly and all that kind of stuff and then gradually starts carrying movies on her own. Yeah, because she think, do you think she'd be like Jeremy Renner where he's he's really good who? in a few Jeremy Renner. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Dickhead. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, Jeremy Renner's weird because like, he had, you know, because he basically was given the Bourne franchise, and then that kind of tanked. Wait, did it tank? Actually, let me look at the box. No, I don't think like, it did tank. I thought uh, it went pretty it well. well actually. Less than what um, they wanted, I think. Oh, well, that's because they're trying to compare it to the actual Bourne trilogy, though, which is apparently getting rebooted. Unfortunately, two hundred two hundred and seventy six. I thought they'll bring back on. Oh, that, no, sorry, they are with with Greengrass and... Um, Damon. And Damon, which is what they needed to do. Like, I like Jeremy Renner. I think he's not a bad yeah. dude at all. Like, it wasn't pretty yeah. cool, but. Legacy wasn't too bad. Yeah, it was, it was fine. Compared to Ultimatum, though, which is one of the best movies ever made. But anyway, that was Focus. Let's move on to the CW's The Flash. Or is it Flash? I think it's called just... The Flash. The it's Flash. The Flash. Um, it's The Flash. Where do you want to start? Arrow. Where do you want to start, guys? you want to start just after... Uh, we're just on the out of time episode, or do you want to? Oh. Actually, first things like, first. I want to talk about. I, I'm really new to this, like to to the show. So for me, I binged the hell out of it, and I have to say, I love um, Captain Cold and um, no, I just love, yeah, I just love the the Prison Break dudes. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm going to call them. Um, they play. They they're so funny because they play so like the. They overplay their characters so much, and it's so enjoyable to watch. But it's so good because it's so like over the top and like exaggerated and stuff, and it's just make like it's cheesy as fuck. Yeah, but it's, it's just such a awesome. villain. It, like, because, it's like, such a cheesy it's, villain. It's like, been ages. Yeah, exactly. It's been ages since there's just been like this really kind of old school cheesy villain. Like you know, especially with like the names like Captain Cold. And weather wizard, like they're so bad but so good at the same time. Exactly, there's something that this show does well, and I think it's the tone of the show is a lot lighter than Agents of Shield, Agent Carter, uh, Arrow. From what I've seen of Arrow, at least the tone of the Flash is very light. If that makes sense, it's very easy to kind of watch. It's not, you know, there, there's a. It's very. It's, it's very colourful. It's very yeah, exactly. It's more colourful. Um, and I think that's why the show, to me, in my opinion, is probably more enjoyable than Arrow because it it doesn't it it, it doesn't it takes it makes its jokes, but it also kind of does take a little ba- a bit back for you know for seriousness, like with um uh uh fucking Barry's parents and stuff. You know, yeah, yeah. it does kind of allow that room for you know humor, but also a lot of drama as well. Um, and I just want to say, um, they need to murder Iris Stapp because she's really getting on my nerves. <laughs> she is fucking oh, annoying, isn't she? She is such a useless <laughs> character. I can't fathom how fucking annoying she is in this show. Don't. Uh, I, Don't defend her. I'm not. I, <laughs> like, Tim, Tim you, you know about this, but it's like early season two Laurel Lance from Arrow where she's just drinking and all that kind of stuff and blames everyone for, like, her mistakes and all that kind of shit. Like, after seeing that, I'll take anything with Iris over over fucking season two, Arrow, Laurel, Lance, because that was bullshit to get through. It was painful. Like, uh, it was <laughs> a nightmare in a fucking episode every fucking week. 
do you, okay i want i want to actually talk about the the kind of game changer episode which was uh episode 15 was it episode 15 called out of time which is where um, doesn't because barry finds out about reverse flash uh, well, no, he, he already knows about Reverse Flash. He knows about Reverse Flash. Oh, no, well, no, no. Are you, before, isn't it? You're thinking... Are you thinking so you're, of, you're thinking oh. of Cisco, how he finds out. Right, yeah. sorry, yeah, Cisco. But that was in... Yeah. Episode 14. Yeah, no, 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 that is... No, 15, because then 15. Reverse Flash... Because it's up to 17. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, yeah, 15. Yeah, yeah, so 15 is when Cisco finds out, like, um, that Reverse Flash is Ubart Thorn, i.e. Um, Harrison Wells. Harrison Wells. Um, yeah, and that was an epic reveal. Um, and then Iris ends up out, finding, finding out, out that about Barry Barry's. is, and the, yeah, the Flash. And then he ends up going back in time. And that was yeah, just so many the, things. Yeah. The be- I think the beauty of it as well. And again, Tom, you'll have to correct me because I know that your Flash mythology stuff is way up to date compared to mine and Tim as well. But that whole kind of novel, that like the narrative trickery that they did when Barry runs so fast that he creates the time warp. That is force. really, really crafty because it's like yeah. all of this shit happens and then they basically give him an opportunity to f- like to kind of like fix things. And it was so interesting to see how the show was going to deal with it. But yeah. then the next episode, it did a really poor job of dealing with it. Like I did not like the next episode afterwards at all. I think it's also because... Really? With, ep- Captain, like, with Captain Cold and stuff? or No, uh, wait... Yeah, uh, yeah. That, is, that is the next episode. Yeah, because Captain Cold and um, but no, because it in. no, because it uh, it under like it it undoes undoes <laughs> it undoes the um well, like the everything it's... that happens like that. Cisco eh, spoilers spoilers guys, of course. Um, that Cisco died, and like that's a really big thing that uh, Iris knows Barry's uh, like. But that Flash. was the point though, because he like well. It, you know, he tried to do the things the same way, I, and like for one, he didn't know Cisco died. Like, yeah, he doesn't know about that. He doesn't exactly. know that. But do you think it'd be way more of like an emotional hit on the show, knowing that Cisco died and that he could do nothing to save it, even if going back in time? But at the like, same time, like it would have accelerated um, where the season was at significantly faster because all of a sudden, oh, hang on, you know, uh, if if they had found out Caitlin was still at. Um, Star Labs. So yeah. he would like so reverse. No, she was at the coffee shop. No, no. She ends up getting to. She ends up getting to Star Labs and calling Barry right before he time travels, right. yeah, saying right. it's about Cisco, and he said not now. And like she was about to tell him because she was going to find that Cisco was dead. Yeah. Um, you know, but and like if if he if like Cisco would have died, like you know. All evidence would have just pointed to Harrison Wells. Yeah. And it just... It, yeah, I don't think it would have... Who? The show would have kind of tumbled out of control. Like, yeah. Because it's not set up to do what... Like, to have them face off at there, this stage. There is an episode coming up soon where Cisco, Like, there was, like, a couple of things said at WonderCon over the weekend where the stuff that happened in that timeline may actually get revisited in this new timeline well, thanks to um, Cisco's inventions and, and and well and not even that like um some of the stuff that happened in episode 15 like some of the dialogue was still present in this yeah. new timeline like when like harrison wells still takes cisco down to the that weird generator thingy room where they yeah. kept reverse flash 
and a lot of the dialogue that was said was still the same in both timelines. The outcome was just different. Right. Okay. No, I, I no, I see what your 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 argument is. Like, I actually kind of agree with it as well because that makes more sense in terms of how the um, the laws of the actual show, if that makes I sense, mean, like gr- allow for. Because I mean, yeah. you know, it's twenty three episode season, and that kind of major shift. I mean, it's a huge shift that they've done. It was an excellent episode, but mm. just the follow up, I think, it fell a bit flat because. There's so much opportunities to alter the world and alter the characters as well in realistic ways that fit within the laws of the universe that the show just kind of felt... I've, you, it's, it's kind of like pulling the rug out from under you. Yeah. Uh, you I've, I've, yeah. I think if they were to change it significantly now, like it's just going to undermine what they do when they hit the Flashpoint kind of um, adaptation that I um, can tell they're doing like at the end of this season, halfway through next season, because... Barry's going to save his mother. There's no doubt about it. And when he does that, he'll fuck up the future mm. considerably. If you go and watch the Flashpoint Paradox, because like it's a good like animated film based on the Flashpoint series that reset the entire DC universe a couple of um, years ago. And that's basically it. All stems from Barry saving his mother when she when she um when she was supposed to, to, yeah, supposed yeah, to yeah. died. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah like, I mean, like, I, yeah, I, my, yeah. my argument is purely based on just from a TV perspective yeah. in terms of, like, structure and what you kind of expect from television in a general sense. See, for me, it's kind of like my understanding of The Flash, the mythology of The Flash is really, really, really limited. That's, you know, like, I always ask you, like, what, yeah. what's reverse Flash? And it still kind of makes no sense because... Like, yeah, from like, the flash like, shit, but, yeah. Granted, Nick, I do, I do know what you're saying with, like, the whole it kind of did fall apart, like... Like, a lot of the episode, I was, you know, hoping it would kind of touch on what had happened and stuff. And, like, a lot mm. of it was kind of played off as if, like, oh, we shouldn't talk about it because it could mess up the current timeline. And yeah. it was just kind of, like, pushed to the back burner. And I was like, ah, oh, like, as much as I did want them to, like, really investigate, you know, this alternate timeline and stuff. Like, yeah. It, I was a bit disappointed, but I, I can understand why they did what they did. Yeah. No, no, I, yeah, of course. I mean, like, that kind of argument's kind of opened up and made me appreciate the episode a little bit more because you it makes sense within the laws of the, the show, you know, that, that, that they've established. Um, let's just move on before we wrap things up. I just want to talk about how excellent Mark Hamill is and how awesome it is. <laughs> oh, dude, his oh, voice so is great. epic. You can yeah. definitely tell, like, the whole Joker... Um, voice well, acting thing approach. Oh man! Like he did. Um, he was in the original Flash TV show back in the nineteen ninety nineteen ninety one, and he played the tricks of the back then. Yeah, that character was pretty much the whole reason, and like the whole yeah, the whole reason why he got the Joker gig for the anim- Batman the animated series was because of like, that role. Was because of that role. Yeah. Like they made that character purely because they couldn't use Batman characters, so they made him up pretty much. Yeah, that's and yeah. yeah. That was he was so good because he has such a presence as well, and it's that voice, like you said, Tim. It's the voice that kind of just gives him like a true presence, and he's locked up as well. Um, yeah, yeah, which is which is great. Um, uh, the the tag at the end of the episode as well. Uh, who um is it? What is it? Um, what's he? How do you pronounce his name? Eobard. 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 Uh, you, was, you, um, bought, yeah, you bought Thorn. You bought Thorn, sorry. That was pretty cool as yeah, well. Bud. 
Yeah. At the um at the end of the episode, man. Yeah, like I like yeah. every episode pretty much just like mind fucks me. So well, even, I watch it like on a Wednesday, and then like yeah. they start out with um the repeat of um what happened Flash in- like all showing you for the first time really what happened when Flash and Reverse Flash go back in time to try and save Barry's mother, and then you see Reverse Flash unmask, and it's not Harrison Wells at all. That, yeah, no, I yeah. like that, and I'm like, oh my god, like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, and it and it actually explains how it it like the current timeline came to be. I'm like, yeah, because like, like I've been, yeah, like I've been like looking pretty much at all the spoilers because I just can't help myself, <laughs> and. That's why you've got Detective. all those set fucking photos when we... Yep. Yeah. yeah. Don't. <laughs> like, Quinton Lance is about to rock like rock up at one point from Central's... Central oh, yeah, Central's I kind of figured as much. And, dude, the, the last... Um, that photo with, like, them all facing off against Reverse Flash. So not only is it, like, Arrow Flash, it's also Eddie. Yeah. Um, it's Firestorm. Adam... Oh yeah! <laughs> I'm like, holy fuck! This is gonna be so. Good. They have they have integrated those worlds really nicely as well. Like Arrow fits into the Flash's world really well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the pacing of this show is fucking crazy. Like, I watched Vampire Diaries for the first season, um, like a few years ago when it first came out, and the pacing for that was just like fucking twist after twist after twist after twist. And I know that we spoke about having too many twists in the focus segment, but it works on an episodic level, not on a fucking movie level. Yeah. Um, and the Flash's pacing is just so well done. It's a really, really good show. I'm glad that I binged and got caught up to date because it's once it gets good, it gets good, really like, good. I think the Flash season one is as good as Arrow season two, like the yeah. last three quarters. I know, like that's what I keep thinking. It's like this is only the first season of Flash, yeah. and what they are doing is, like, stuff that most TV shows aren't game enough to do until, like, the second or third season when they're, like, more established. Yeah. And it's just... It's insane. Like, it's it's really cool to see, like, the the kind of situations that they're trying to tackle this early on. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But, um... Yeah, it's going to be an exciting end to the season. How many episodes have we got left? One, two, three, six yeah, like episodes. Five. Six? Five or six, yeah. Six cause... episodes. Yeah. Arrow's depending depending if it's a 22 or 20. Because Arrow's, Arrow's 18, Flash is 17. Yeah. 20, 23 episodes according to Wiki, but there's a TBA episode that's supposed to air on the 5th. But anyway. Um, anyway, we're going to wrap it up there for this week. We will be back next week to refresh our schedule, but we'll be back with Fast 7, which was pretty great. Uh, we're not going to go into that tonight, but we will be back next week, and then after that, we're going to have... I think our celebration episode for the anniversary should probably... It's more fitting to be on Avengers Age of Ultron, even yeah. though it probably technically won't be, because episode 26 marks a year, but whatever. Anyway. Fuck it, we can do it early. Yeah, who cares? Anyway, all right, guys, we are going to bail. We will see you next week. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you in seven days. Ciao. Bye.